Okay, we're now streaming on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, and Facebook, all of the platforms. Let's get this going, man. I'm really excited for Master Life Lesson number eight, The Power of Solitude. Boy, can I ever relate. I'm going to yeah. press I'm gonna press record in three, two, one. Leaders and healers, gamers and claimers, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Power, Purpose, and Passion podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Cheem, speaker, life coach, trainer, friend everything you want me to be to be help you to give to you to love you where you are whether you're suffering whether you're having the greatest time of your life you're here to learn life lessons you're here to learn principles and practice to enhance your life so ultimately you can show up as the best and better version of yourself claim your power clarify your purpose cultivate your deepest passions and ultimately inspire others to do the exact same again this is the power purpose and passion podcast thank you for joining us wherever you are in your car at home whether you're at work or listening passively or actively on Instagram or any of the platforms we have. If you like this show, please share it, like it, comment, ask questions. We're here to support you, to support your spiritual, physical, mental, emotional growth and give you the best of what we've got, what we've learned for the past, you know, my journey over the past 15, 20 years of being in this industry and elevating myself and learning more about life, learning more about my myself as, 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 a, as a human being and being able to experience life at the deepest, most profound levels and and grow into the highest version of myself and give to others so how you doing my friend cam what's going on man i'm doing really really good uh you and i just had a crazy conversation that lasted a lot longer than i thought it would um and uh yeah it was just a. if people are wondering it was about inspiration purpose following your heart and also knowing that you're on the right path because if i mean you're not always going to have a great time while trying to become a better person. It's not an easy thing. And a lot of people mm-hmm. revert back to their old behavior because it's difficult or because, you know, their old friends are like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you so fake? Why are you changing? And all the time, you know, so you're not always going to get uh, uh, an insane amount of validation for trying to become more. So, you know, what Anthony assured me is that I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. It's not easy, but that is that is the way the obstacle is the way we had an old whole episode about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. And then we ended on solitude and really going within and yeah. understanding your own nature and what Buddha sat under a tree for a few days. It's like, honestly, I really do believe that if I was to sit under a tree for a few days, <laughs> I would not be the same human being, mm-hmm. but I really don't want to do that. That sounds like <laughs> really difficult, Pretty but intense. Yeah, but that's that's an intense amount of solitude. But just imagine, you know, going in your room for 30 minutes a day and just really, you know, you, yeah. you take it away, Anthony. This isn't my no, show. <laughs> no, no, no. But li- listen, I, I, ha- I have to say, you know, if you're on a journey, whether it be a business journey or a spiritual journey or a relationship journey, whatever journey, there's going to be pain. There's going to be suffering. There's going to be angst. There's going to be feelings of frustration and anger and rage. That's okay. That's part of the journey. In fact, the deeper you get into this stuff of self-improvement or spirituality, I remember one here, one, one spiritual director here saying to me, if you haven't taken one of your books or one of your courses and literally wanted to take that book or what you've read in it and throw it across the room and say, I don't get it or this is too hard, then you're probably not on the right path because you're really, you're really understanding it because there's a part of you that's understanding it that says, let go of that old you. But the old you is trying to hang on onto this old you. It's like the ego like holding on to control. You know, and, and what we what we don't realize as human beings is this, we don't have a lot of, we have a lot less control than we actually 
give ourselves credit for <laughs> because we don't have a lot of, we're not busy beating our own hearts. We're not busy digesting our food. We're not in control of the weather. We're not in control of what other people do at work or at home. We're not in control of our kids. We're not in control of our wife or husband or spouse or, or husband or wife or boyfriend, girlfriend, or our boss or our employees. We're not in control of any of that stuff. What we are in control of is our, we talked about yesterday is, is our attitude, but sometimes there are times when our attitude is very, very, very low. And that's when we got to go into this thing called solitude and the power of it. Master life lesson number eight, the power of solitude. And I, have, I must say, this is a, to a lot of people watching or listening to the show, this is a lot of counterintuitive for a lot of North Americans, especially because we, we grew up in a society to be overproductive, to prove ourselves, to go to school, to get as much education, get, to enhance our skills. And don't, don't get me wrong. I, I promote that. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a living embodiment of that. I'm always learning and growing, trying out different things and learning new things and, and creating new things. Don't get me wrong. That's part of life too. But we don't put enough emphasis on going into silence and solitude and just being and just going to a place where we're okay with feeling down. We're okay with feeling bored. It's okay to feel bored. I tell my kids all the time, oh, they, I'm bored. It's okay. It's okay. I don't go just all the time, just tell them, like, hey, go do something. I'll say it's okay to be bored. It's okay to just chill and relax and enjoy. You don't have to be doing something all the time. It's okay to go insult it. In fact, I would, I would be pressed to say, and I, 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 would, I would challenge you to argue this, that one of the life's greatest teachers, other than suffering and love, is silence and solitude. Here's my challenge to people watching the show. Tonight or the next three or four days, I challenge you for 30 minutes just to go up in a place where you're not doing anything. There's no agenda and just sit in solitude by yourself and close your eyes if you want to call it meditation, but just solitude where you're by yourself and just sit and be okay with just sitting and being in that moment as you are breathing, observing, thinking, reflecting, examining, whatever it might be. And you'll realize the tension, it is absolute agony for people because they just, they have to be doing something. I have to be doing something. And so we have to sort of turn that off, train ourselves to be okay with being in solitude. And what I've discovered this, here's, here's one of the tangible benefits of doing that. You return to your studies or your work or your relationships way more free and liberated, way more focused and light and, and more present to your work. And you're able to get more done actually in less time because you're not, you're not, you're not stressing over all this stuff and, 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 and driving yourself crazy over what your to-do list and all these things. Don't get me wrong. Those are important. These are practical things that we're telling you to do. But I can tell you going into solitude is one of the most important things and most profound things that you can, that you, the gifts you can give yourself every single day. There's even being a man. I remember hearing a, a, a story of initiation from boys to men. And what they do with these boys, uh, they, they, they take them through these trials. They take them through these like challenges. And when they finish the challenges, they, 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 they take them into this cave and they're not this dark cave to be by themselves. And they can't, they won't let them come out until they've learned how to cry, how to learn to cry on their own and be okay with being alone and being okay with, with, with feeling the feelings of sadness or loneliness by themselves. And being okay with crying and being okay with having a conscious rant and going, I, and telling yourself the truth and just being by yourself and just yelling out to the universe and saying, I don't like my life. I don't, 
I'm not feeling good about my life. In fact, the conversation that Cam and I had prior to this podcast was all about telling the tr- telling yourself the truth. How are you really doing without this positive psychology getting in the way? And don't get me wrong, positive psychology can, can help you and enhance your life, no doubt. I'm a big believer in that. But it can help you only so far. It's also good to go deep into your negativity and to see what's there, to go into your darkness, see what's there. And part of that is actually going into solitude. Now, we talked about love and suffering being being dance par- eternal dance partners, the, but that the more suffering there is, there's going to be more love. The more, But the more love you're going to experience, the more there's going to be more suffering. And that's just how the game is played. And so here's the problem with suffering, though, a lot of people. A lot of people that suffer become cynical about life. So that's why going into solitude is a much, a much more, uh, if you want to call it, controlled way or manufactured way to go into your stuff and to be okay with being to doing nothing. And, and trust me, when I say this, ladies and gentlemen, I have a tough time just just doing nothing because I, 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 for the longest time, I was not good in school. I was not good. I wasn't disciplined. I was, I was a procrastinator for the longest time. Now I take pride in me being a man of action, taking control of my life, writing books, doing this, doing that, experiencing this, achieving this, attaining that height of, of, of success or whatever it might be. I, I, I still like that. I honor that, but there's also a dark side to that because I've experienced also experienced burnout. I've almost experienced to the point where I had a nervous breakdown a few times. And so I'm a lot more aware of going, wait a second, I'm going too hard now. I'm feeling my body and my mind and my heart just tired and exhausted. I'm more, I'm more subtly aware of those signs and signals of being exhausted and feeling like I'm going to get sick or whatever it might be. And I allow myself to rest. I give myself compassion and say, hey, you know what? That's, it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a rest I'm going to take a week or a, a weekend off or I'm not doing it. There's no agenda, no, no achieving anything. The only achievement I need to achieve, the only thing that I need to achieve is being in the moment, enjoying the moment as it is. And that's, that to me, why Jesus even says, you know, that the, if you, if you want to get to heaven, you got to be like children. And my, look at my two children. They're just always in the moment, loving life. They're genuine, they're authentic. And part of that is that they've never been shamed. They're just always like so pure and loving. It's like, that's, that's the capacity to live in the moment. There's no agenda. They have no goals. There's, they don't know about spiritual, uh, spiritual texts and dogmas. There's, there's none of that. They, they're living embodiments of what it means to be humans, uh, living in this world as spiritual beings. They, and they don't even use that language. They just live it and breathe it. And um, I remember hearing one pastor say a long time ago, he said, he said, uh, he said something on the lines of preach the gospel. And if you must use words, so living it, living and breathing it each and every single day so that, um, and part of that, part of that helping you do that is to go into your solitude, going into stillness, going into silence. If you want to read a book that will change your life, it's definitely by Eckhart Tolle, Power of Now or New Earth. It will change your perspective on the power of, of being in this moment. And it's such a, it's such a, it's such a simple thing to, to, to understand. But we've got to be as we got to sort of untrain our mind, our, our monkey mind into thinking that we got to be doing something in order to be worthy of something or be worthy of love. And let me for the longest time, and I still have my ego tell me, my inner cynic tell me that I got to do something in order to be worthy of love. You are already worthy of love. You're here. It's okay that when you're doing nothing, that's okay. You're giving yourself the gift, the comp- compassion. And I remember I uh, just recently, and, and if you're listening to this, Kyle, uh, he listens to it in his car on his ride, ride home. He, he downloads it from his iTunes. Uh, and he says, uh, he gave me this great, great metaphor. He says, I know the difference between symp- sympathy and empathy. And he said, if a person was in a hole, sympathizing with somebody would just be looking down in the hole and saying, 
hey, are you, are you okay down there? And the empathy and, and compassion is going into the hole with them. So what I'm asking you to do is this. Imagine you're your own best friend and you're stressed, you're, you're, you're tired, you're exhausted, you're, you're depressed, you're sad. Be your own best friend. Go into your own hole and give yourself the gift of compassion and empathy and saying it's okay to feel this way. You're going to be all right. And the more you go deep into your 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 places where you're starving and you're and you're and you're, and you're frustrated, and I've used this metaphor before, going into your darkness, e- exiting one door, and then before e- entering a new door, staying in that hallway of confusion, and remaining there. That's that desert experience, the dark night of the soul, is what what the uh, one one saint said, and staying there. And that's where, as I heard one say, the more you can go into your darkness and be okay with being by yourself. The, the more you're going to find God, the more you're going to find deep love, the more you're going to find your place of peace and serenity and equanimity, and you'll be able to return to your to-do lists or your work or your whatever you were meant to do on this planet uh, with much more precision and and care and gentleness. What do you think there, Cam? <clears throat> I absolutely agree. The more you can uh, rid yourself of your agenda, the more... I don't know. It's like a, the, the way I see it is uh, I have a whiteboard here and there's a mm-hmm. ton of things written on it mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I can't, I don't really have room to like create much cause it's just so full. Um, <laughs> okay. If I was to erase at least half the board, mm-hmm. I can then choose to draw whatever I want. And mm-hmm. I have a blank slate. You know, it's like shaking the etch a sketch, like re- restarting, rest- and that's mm-hmm. I'd say my next step, which we de- didn't really touch on during our conversation before the show, would be to take a break, take a break, to not, yes. you know, just for once, just to um, not, <clears throat> yeah, not think, not have an agenda, and I think that, and I think what all that, what that will do is going back, I'll have a lot more perspective, perspective. Have a fresh, fresh mind. Um, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I think it'll really help. Uh, that's pretty much it. So what, what, uh, steps would you have people take at the end of this show? Like what, what, uh, would be your step-by-step <coughs> do this master life yeah. lesson number? Well, eight? well, to give you an idea, um, before I give any steps or, you know, um, step-by-step approach to actually doing this and, 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 you know, it's kind of oxymoron that we, we say, Hey, here's your goal for going into solitude. We just told you to get rid of your agenda. So, but, but the point, <laughs> but, true. But, but the point, the point is, is this, is that, you know, the more for me, anyway, I'm at a stage in my life. Um, and I, and I don't, I don't believe I'm better than anybody at, uh, in terms of, wisdom i just may have disciplined myself a little bit more than most people then that and i i honestly feel like the more i learn the more i grow the more humble i am the more i realize i don't know and the more i go into my solitude into my darkness the more uh, more silence and still the more i enjoy it and and more comfortable i'm and here's the other thing that i found when i go into my stuff my dark places my ego my cynicism my dark place whatever it might be the things that i've denied the things I, i that i have sort of disassociated from um, that have hurt me or things that have been so painful in my life that I didn't want to deal with. When I go into that, the more I realize that I am not the only one suffering from this, that the whole world is suffering with this too. And that, that compassion arises from that, that when I meet someone that's acting out of sorts or acting angrily, I honestly, I, I, I don't, I find myself less judging the person and going, wow, this person's hurting right now. 
how can I help this person? Maybe it's just send them a prayer. Or maybe it's just go up to them and give them a hug. Maybe it's just say, Hey, are you okay? Like I, I'm here to help you, man. I see that. I see that you need to be helped here or you're having a tough time. How can I serve you? I'm at that point now. And I, I believe I, that would have came out of me doing constantly being incessantly obsessed about my to-do list, but rather going into my solitude, into my silence and, and providing the least resistance for love and compassion to enter into my every dark places of my of my consciousness so that I may be the better, best version of myself that day and give of myself and maybe radiate and emanate a higher level of energy that will maybe bring equanimity to the people around me. And that and that's one of the, the tangible benefits that you become more compassionate, you become more gentle, you become less fixated on identifying yourself what they call object referral, identifying yourself with the external things outside of you, the material things outside of you. Who are you without your material things? And um, I think you're more than your car. I'm thinking more than the money you make or the lack of money you make. I'm thinking you're more than what people say about you. If you want to say from a metaphysical point of view, you are divine love, an instrument of it, and that's who you are. And your only obligation in life is to discover your uniqueness, your unique path, your own delivery system to uh, exude and portray that instrument or that love through whatever path you're supposed to be on, whatever action, um, and to make the world better. Now, now whether you're there or not, that's okay too. But we're on this show. We're help. We're helping you to claim your power, and the part of claim your power is to understanding your identity and who you are while in solitude, clarifying your purpose and living out that purpose with every passion, uh, with every fiber of your soul, your being, and um, and to live it out freely, uh, fiercely and, and, and fearlessly and courageously and daringly. So in terms of step-by-step, maybe take, and I, we've talked about this before, take next three days, take 10 minutes just to sit in your room and don't read, don't, you know, scroll in your phone and your iPad, just sit in solitude by yourself, watch your thoughts, just be, Listen to, or just look out your window and watch the trees. I'm right now, I'm watching the trees and the colors and, and the wind blow the trees and just sitting there. And I love sitting there. I've learned to love the stillness of life and just to be outside, just looking outside and just observing. And um, it's one of the most peaceful and freeing and liberating things you can do for yourself. So to maybe take 10 minutes a day in the next three or four days and see what happens, it's going to be very uncomfortable. Let me warn you, because your brain is going to automatically go on to its to its normal sort of autopilot way and just want to, to do stuff, wash dishes, clean the car. Oh my God, what happens if you don't get it done? So what? Who cares? It can be delayed. Finding out who you are, go into silence, go into solitude. So we hope you enjoy this Master Life Lesson number eight, the power of solitude, power of silence. We hope you got a little bit of it. There were some intense moments and intense spiritual principles and practices, but the key is just to, to be okay with being on your own and being by yourself and loving yourself and discovering yourself through the power of solitude. So to your continued upgrade and evolution, live it up with power, purpose, and passion. If you like the podcast, if you love the podcast, we love it. If you can subscribe, you share, you comment, you like, whatever it might be, we're here to help you. We're here to serve you. We love you and God bless you on whatever journey and endeavor you are on. Thanks guys. We